Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, Philip talks about F retirement and investment opportunities we see over the next five years. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. All right. I hope you enjoyed your four day or three day weekend. And I say four day because I know most of y'all probably didn't work Friday either. Definitely probably didn't work after after 12. But it was a good recharge moment. I think uh, I'm, I'm reading a really good book. The book is called, or when I say reading, uh, I'm what I really mean is listening to. Because uh, I don't, you know, I still will read, but I mostly will either reread books I've already listened to that I just want to make notes on and I think are really good or reread books that I've already read. But I'm listening to a book called Effortless. It's a really good book. And it's basically about, mostly about like how the mind works and how to do more with less energy. You know, we tend to do things harder um, or make things harder than what it should be. And one of the topics was the importance of rest and resetting. And so, uh, you know, I, I hope uh, if you work a lot and you work hard, like I do, you actually took took the time to uh, rest as much as possible. Um, you know, fellas, I know we still had honeydews, but still had to uh, get some rest in. So let's talk about, before we get into today's topics, topic, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about doing a series uh, and I'm still fleshing it out called F retirement. And, you know, the idea of retirement, the concept of retirement, I feel like is a outdated, no longer relevant topic for the the newer generation, right? I feel like the, you know, definitely the 20 year olds, but, you know, 30 year olds, 40 year olds, it's, it's a, it's a topic that, you know, we just haven't really felt I've been doing this for 14 years and I, and I never got excited about retirement. Retirement was, was, was more like, like brushing your teeth, right? It was like, okay, yeah, I have to do it, but I'm not super excited about it. Like it's important, but when, when you talk about things, goals that you get excited about, like uh, getting ready for a kid, the excitement that comes from there, buying a house, getting in shape, going on a vacation, those things are exciting and they can motivate you in the short term to do what's required to reach your goal. But retirement, which is 20, 30, 40 years away, is so far away, you you just really can't get excited about it. And it's not super exciting. And if you look at the history of human beings, the history of human beings, retirement is a relatively new concept. I mean, like it happened like less than a hundred years ago. I think, I think it became big when, when, when the, the new deal came after the great depression, um, uh, you know, I need, I need to research that part of what I'm going to do, but I'm pretty sure that's when the idea came around. Um, and, 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 but all those old rules are, are being broken, right? Bitcoin is breaking how we think about money. People are changing how they think about 
government, uh, race issues. Um, there's just different ideas being able to, to sprout up that are more relevant for the, uh, you know, for, for moving forward. And so, you know, it, it, it's got me thinking, hey, I, I really, and not that I hide my idea about retirement. Like, I don't, you know, I've talked about this multiple times about my thoughts about, you know, just me personally and, and how I plan. And it's not, my plan is not built around retirement. And so whenever I meet a client who feels the same way, you know, I talk to him, I say, hey, listen, you don't got a plan for retirement. Like retirement is a crazy concept. If you, if you, if you, if you love what you do, I think, I think, I think A, your finance or a financial plan should help you get where you want to be financially. And it doesn't have to be 30 years from now. It could be five years from now. Okay. What is, you know, think about it. paint the picture of the lifestyle that you would like to be living, you know, five years from now, seven years from now, three years from now, 10 years from now, but some, something that's relatively short term where um, you said, Hey, this is, this is the life that I want to live and let me do what's required to get there. And so, you know, that, that may be, uh, as I mentioned in a previous podcast, Hey, I want to, I want to start a business or, Hey, we, we would like to travel around the world with the kids before they leave college. Um, you know, all these things that we're afraid of, of thinking about and saying, because, you know, it's not traditional or we got to worry about, Oh, if we, you know, if we do travel around the world with kids, what are they going to do for school? Blah, 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 blah. Well, those are, those are things that you can, that you can think through. If you, if you build a plan and you got the money, right. It can happen. Like whatever you want. I, I got a buddy who him and his wife moved their family, young kids too, to Thailand for four years to train Muay Thai. Cause that's what he wanted to do. And, um, and, you know, they were fine. The kids are, they're back now. Kids are still smart, well-developed. They're more cultured, right? Which is exciting. They got to see the world. They're more appreciative of what they have. Um, and so I, I think I think we're going through a process where people are going to rethink how they plan for the future. It's not going to just be for, you know, saving money to live the life you want to live at 70 or 72, right? It's, hey, how do I get in position to live the life that I want to live sooner rather than later and not deferring all of my money to the future, not living in the future. One of the other things the book talks about the effortless book I was telling you about was, or maybe it wasn't this book, but it's just a quote that I wrote down. I don't remember where I got it from, but it's true. Happiness is living in the present, not in the past, not in the future, but living in the present and retirement focuses us way too far in the future and causes you to miss out on life today because we don't have that much time and we need to appreciate it today. So um, I'm talking this out in my head, thinking about if I can make it even a series because, I mean, this is the meat of the concept. The meat of the concept is change the way you think. And by the way, I'm not knocking anybody who wants to retire. Like if you want to retire, that's cool. I'm not knocking that, but I think it's a, it's a, it's a bigger pool of people that I talk to that feel like me are not excited about retirement and they want to build their plan around, you know, building a, a happy financial life sooner rather than later. And so let me, this, this will lead me into uh, the topic today, which is uh, in, investing opportunities that I see, you know, over the next five, over the next five year time frame. And so what you want to think about is, Every hundred or so years, the world changes. And so you want to 
you know, one of the quotes that embodies my investment philosophy is figure out some massive trend, wait until the market has selected the winner. After the market has selected the winner, and it's obvious it's going to get 100 times bigger. And it's and after it's 100 times bigger than the next big things, next big thing, buy some and wait. Michael Saylor, Michael Saylor quote. But basically, this is spotting big trends. And, you know, you know, for me, I want to spot big trends, but I don't want to bet on future trends. I have a five-year time frame. I just want to bet on the trends that are strong right now, but, but are volatile, right? Strong, but volatile because volatility creates opportunity and, and bet on those. So in the early 20th century, we, the big trends were the electrification of homes, mass adoption of automobiles, and the financialization of America. And so tons of new businesses were built. And specifically, you know, over the last, you know, 50, 80 uh, years, uh, that's where we got the malls in the suburbs. You got the, the, the fast food restaurants for the suburbs. You got FedEx to help deliver packages out in the suburbs. I mean, you got a bunch of brand new businesses that came out of, um, people being able to drive and live further out, electrifying homes, financialization of America. We got all the mutual fund companies, investment banks, um, VCs, which funded technology companies. I mean, you, 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 and, and, and the last one was kind of a weak one, but I, I'll flesh it out later. But the point is, um, you got a lot of uh, businesses that came out of it, out of that trend, right? Energy companies is another big one. The big, the big energy companies got real big. The energy conglomerates from electrifying the home and, and providing fuel for automobiles. And so now you got to think, all right, what are the biggest trends of the 21st century of this, of this century, right? Where, you know, where is software um, eating the world? Because that is the trend. Like the trend of the 21st century is software is going to eat everything like Mark Dreesen said. And so you got big opportunities in energy, retail, money, health, and transportation for those things that, that are big addressable markets. And then you have these direct, these disruptive technologies that are already currently uh, disrupting energies. You got artificial intelligence, uh, blockchain, Bitcoin, I call it blockchain Bitcoin, but blockchain, that technology is not the same thing y'all, but Bitcoin for me is the big opportunity in the next five years that has a, that's better than the current alternative with a, a lot of upside, digital wallets, genome sequencing, 3D printing, energy storage, driverless cars, digital life and work. And I'll be spending some episodes building these ideas out further, but I just wanted to list them out because these are the current opportunities I see uh, for the next five years. It, it, and, and if you know the companies that we own that I talked about before, you'll see those themes in it. And, uh, you know, when you look at the five-year returns of companies that are you know, uh, that we believe will do well over the next five years. You know, over, look at the last five years. You know, they've they've killed uh, the S and P five hundred. Now, past performance does not equal future performance, so that you know that could not be true over the next five years. However, when we analyze the big the big picture, the economic environment, interest rates, um, uh, growth, global growth. Which gives you, which which allows you to a uh, see what the we- quote unquote weather's like, and then if if the weather lines up with technologies that are still crushing industries, which both of them do, 
then it, it, it leads for, um, you know, a, a highly, you know, I'm, it makes me very confident about these same companies over the next five years, basically, because those those line those line up for me. Uh, and so I believe the trend will continue. And so that outperformance uh, should continue uh, if I'm right on those two parts. And so that's what I'm thinking about. That's what I'm looking at from an investment standpoint. And so I'll be flushing all these ideas out further uh, in future podcasts as well on these ideas. But hey, if, um, if you're not following me on Twitter, uh, look me up, ask underscore Philip. I'm going to start taking the majority of my questions from, uh, from Twitter, from people um, tweeting at me questions on Twitter. Um, I get a lot of DMs about questions about finance, but I'm just going to start saying, hey, if you, don't, if you don't ask me on Twitter, I'm not answering. And that'll and that'll and that'll, and that'll be that'll be what it is for a while until folks follow me on Twitter. I did get some more. I did get some uh, some followers after my last episodes asking about it. So I appreciate the ones who did follow. But uh, y'all enjoy your day. We'll talk on Tuesday. Thanks. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.